0: This is Rick. I am a therapist and social worker. I deal with clients uh, that have problems with trauma and substance abuse. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I also do a podcast that has to do with pop culture, including video games and uh, TV shows. And uh, that's called Spit Take. Um, you can find me on Twitter at LBRT Social Work. And, uh, you can find me on Facebook and, and, uh, my website and all that good stuff. You going to look for me on Instagram. And, uh, today I just want to talk about communication styles and needs because what I find with, uh, people with trauma and substance abuse is people don't know how to ask for their needs. Uh, oftentimes there are different, well, there are different communication styles and cum- communication specifically is about asking for your needs or trying to figure out how to get your needs met and what i find is people either with trauma either don't know how to ask for their needs or don't believe that they are people care about their needs or don't think their own needs matter so if you don't think your needs matter you're probably going to end up being passive. And what passive generally means is that your needs are going to, you're basically going to be a doormat. Uh, people are going to walk on you. Uh, you're going to let people walk on you. Uh, maybe you're afraid of hurting people's feelings. Uh, maybe you're afraid of confrontation. Uh, maybe you don't want to, uh, maybe you're afraid of, uh, People are hurting your feelings maybe you don't want to spend the energy um, there's a lot of different reasons why you wouldn't want to be confrontational so you don't express your needs you don't uh, you don't ask for anything you just kind of go along with what other people want and uh, you you don't realize that your needs are important and maybe you internalize that maybe you don't express how you feel Uh, so when when you don't express your needs you kind of feel stupid you feel like people are judging you um when and you're not able to express how you feel you know you're not able to express hey i'm overwhelmed right now i can't give myself to everybody and really what you need to do is tell everybody hey I can't, I I don't, I only have so much to give And, and you're worried about everybody else's feelings. You're worried that you're letting everybody down and you're disappointing everybody when really everybody is in charge of their own feelings and you think that you're, you, you're responsible for everybody else's feelings and, and the only people's feelings that you're responsible, the only person's feelings that you're responsible for is yourself. And then the next style of communication is what's called passive-aggressive. Now, passive-aggressive style of communication is more about being indirect. Now, oftentimes, people who are passive-aggressive can be a little manipulative. Um, Not because they're trying to be manipulative, but they're, like, trying to manipulate people's feelings they want to manipulate your emotions to try to get a reaction out of you because they kind of kind of want you to do something without having to tell you to do so without being confrontational you know um i wish i wish somebody would tell me they love me you know um trying to get you to do something without kind of telling you to do something and uh trying to poke in at your emotions to, and and it can really get in under people's skin. And, uh, there, a lot of times they're really on the defense. And, uh, because they're afraid that you're going to get defensive right back at them. And you're, you're, you're going to attack their vulnerabilities. Um, they're very protective of their vulnerabilities so they're really defensive and and hurt really easily and uh you're you're not going to get your needs that way you you're you're not being very direct and and nobody can really understand what you want if you're not being direct nobody can understand what you want if you're being passive and then on the total opposite end of the spectrum is being aggressive and aggressive style of communication is only getting your needs met. When someone is being aggressive. You know it doesn't have to be like yelling and screaming. Although a lot of times someone who's aggressive might resort to frustration and anger. Uh, because they don't feel like they're ever getting their needs met. Even though they might. Um, but it's not that they don't worry about your needs. It's more that they don't feel like they get their needs met. So. They become more aggressive to ensure they get their needs met because probably when they were younger, they felt hopeless and helpless. And those feelings of not getting their needs met when they were younger are stirring up inside them. So they are, uh, feeling helpless and they were trying to get those needs met over and over and over again because they're like, I'm never going to live my life without getting my
1: needs met again. And so,
0: that can be quite irritating. And they might get their needs met, but they lose a lot of respect, they lose their friends. Um, You know, nobody wants to be around somebody because they there's no give and take. Because, why would I want to be around somebody? Because you seem narcissist. Narcissistic. You know, you never give me anything. You're always
1: taking from me. And that's that's hard for me because that takes away all my energy when you're always taking from me. And so the, the main thing we want to get to is being assertive. And assertiveness is more being direct.
0: Uh, Coming up with boundaries, being able to set boundaries with other people, that is very important. And I don't know how, I don't know how this happens. I'm sorry if you're a therapist listening to my podcast, but I get patients that say they've been in therapy for 20 years and they haven't set boundaries with their families? How? You would not. You would not be in therapy with me for a long time. If and not set boundaries with people. You need to set boundaries with people. You're you're being re-traumatized. If you're not setting boundaries with people. That there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. We are learning to set boundaries with other people. That's it. Boundaries are rock solid. We need to set boundaries, meaning you're learning to be uncomfortable. And if you're not setting boundaries with other people, you are making no progress in therapy.
1: That, my friends, is important.
0: If you are not setting boundaries with other people, You are making no pro if you're if you're going five or six sessions. I am not joking. If you got five, six, seven sessions and you are not setting boundaries with other people, in my view. You are not making progress. I mean, if you're not setting the slightest boundaries. You got to be setting boundaries with some kind of I mean, I'm not saying like extraordinary boundaries. But like. You need some breathing room to heal. There needs to be some healing done. There needs some healing. Boundaries are essential for healing. There is nothing, there is no argument to be made. Boundaries need to be done. You need boundaries for coping skills. You need boundaries for, for, uh, to 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 take care of your 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 loved ones you need boundaries for better relationships you need boundaries for healing from trauma and processing feelings you need boundaries to take responsibility and accountability for yourself i i am not moving on this you need to be able to set boundaries now, the reason people don't set boundaries, it's because it's one of the most uncomfortable things in the world. But if you're in therapy with me, there is one thing you're going to be doing, and it's going to be getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's why not a lot of people, or that's why a lot of people, some people, probably aren't going to want to do therapy with me because they don't want to be uncomfortable. but. Here's the thing, like, you're probably not going to make progress in therapy if you're not going to be uncomfortable, (laughs) because you gotta, you gotta be uncomfortable to get better at anything. If you wanna, if you wanna, uh, if you wanna lose weight, you gotta be uncomfortable, you gotta, you gotta stop eating bad food. If you wanna get better at exercising, you gotta get, no pain, no gain, baby. You gotta walk you got to exercise if you want to get your uh degree you got to study you got to give up tv you got to give up sleep you want to be a better parent
1: you got to give up your social life you got to give up stuff you got to give up some comfort to be better it doesn't matter what it is and so you have to be direct
0: your needs are important you have to be direct No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, there's no movement. You have to come up with a compromise with other people. But that compromise includes your needs. Their needs are important too, but if they are not willing to compromise their needs to find a middle ground to include your needs, then that relationship is not going to work. That relationship is not going to work. Unless you're just saying, Screw my needs. And if you want to suffer, that's fine. But if you're choosing to suffer, you're choosing to suffer. You can't come to me and tell me to heal you if you're choosing to suffer. Like, you can't accept suffering. Because suffering is non-acceptance. So you can't accept suffering because you're choosing not to accept. You're not
1: accepting anything. You have to kind of say...
0: I accept you, but I can't be around it. You're staying around it, meaning you're still trying to control it. And acceptance is letting go of control. You're still trying to control the situation, so you're staying in it. Okay? That's just it. You gotta take care of yourself first. That's it. And if you're, if you're suffering, that
1: means... You're con- you're trying to control it, and you gotta let go of control. There's only one thing you can control, and it's not other people.
0: It's not the future, and it's definitely not the past. There's only one thing you control, and that's you and what you do. It's you and the choices you make. You can't control how you feel about it. You definitely can't control how you feel about and, how, and, and other and uh, how you feel about other people. You have to accept how you feel about it. You gotta
1: accept other people. You gotta accept what other people do. Pretty simple. Um but you also gotta accept that other people might not be okay with your needs. And so you know, if they're not okay with your needs, then You have to accept that your needs are important. Your needs are important. And
0: either you're going to suffer and stay there and let your needs get walked on. Or you're going to leave the situation and get your needs
1: met. And let me say something here, though.
0: There is no easy answer. There is no easy answer to this. Like, there's no comfortable answer. But there's only one. Like, every... In these situations, it's all discomfort when you're in these situations. When you're in these situations where you have to set boundaries, it's not comfortable. It's not. But there's only one direction that's uncomfortable plus your mind is healing. So you got to choose the direction. I would, I would, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. First and foremost, I am never going to tell you to do something. That I'm never going to tell you you have to do something. Okay. So if I say you have to, that's bullcrap. You don't have to do anything. You can choose to suffer. I
1: would, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would suggest that you choose the direction that where there's pain but you can heal from said pain you can heal from
0: past trauma because if you're in the trauma you're never going to heal you will stay the same that is just what
1: it is you will stay the same no ifs ands or buts about it um So, you should confront the situation and confront the people. I can't promise you
0: that they will validate your emotions, but you should feel as if they would validate your emotions. You should feel as if your emotions are important and should be around people that will validate your emotions and if they do not validate your emotions we do not need to be around people that don't validate your emotions you see what i'm saying like why would i need to be around people that don't validate my emotions i need to be around people that do that and we talked about to my two listeners Probably one was me uh, in my last podcast. We talked about validating emotions. But your needs are completely important. And so if you don't, if you're not around people that validate your emotions, then and that includes family members, that includes mom, that includes dad, that includes husband, that includes wife. It's a tough decision, Um, but I'm never going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to tell you what is probably best for your mental health, but of course I don't know your situation, I don't know your financial situation, I don't know your support, because for all I know, your husband, your wife's all you got. You might leave them and you might not have somebody else. That's true. Maybe you're better off alone. Maybe you're not. I don't know. That's between you and your counselor. You and yourself. I can completely understand that. But then you got to work with your counselor. Say, okay, I'm in the trauma. How do I deal while, while being in the trauma? So you have the option to stay there. No one's saying don't do it. You have the option to do that. Um, But while you're doing it, how are you going to accept doing it? Because it's still going to be hard. That's still going to be a tough situation. You see what I'm saying? Um, And you're not going to be able to change that other person. So, and that other person might be very aggressive. You can learn to compromise with them. And you can. You can work on ways to compromise with them. You You can slowly... Slowly work that tough nut to crack. Are they going to do it? I don't know, but you can't control them. But I think, you know, there's couples counseling and stuff like that. I mean, the way I work it is try to get the other person to kind of see what they're doing to you. You never know. Anyways, thanks for listening. Have yourselves a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I don't see it. I probably will take New Year's off. And, again, check out my social media sites.
1: So...